Welcome into the Ball Bros Podcast. I'm Jake. I'm Sandy. I'm Nick. Some sports and some nonsense. What's the most dangerous thing you've ever done? Mr. Unlimited. That's right. Welcome in once again. We're almost to week 12. We got one game left. We're watching it right now. But how are we doing? We're back in the house. We Nick had his little hiatus in D.C. We had the bow episode. Yep, saw a lot of history. Yeah, I've never been to D.C. when I was in eighth grade. That was my only opportunity before this. I was, a, awesome. uh, I was a, a hoodlum, to say the least. I was not a well-behaved kid, and I did not deserve to go. <laughs> I remember being an in-school suspension. But this time I got to go, and I really appreciated, like, just seeing a, a gigantic George Washington right. monument mm. that's taller than any building in the rest of the city. You see it. I mean, when you're landing in the plane, immediately it's cool. Mm. It feels like you're landing in the Potomac. It's, it's kind the of, first building you see. Yes. Uh, okay, oh, the first president. So. It was really awesome. And shout out to Bo for letting us stay there for a couple the whole weekend. It was awesome. And not only are you back, yes. we have our dear friend who will be on an episode later tonight. He's the part-time board man today. He's a producer. Yep. Stay tuned yes. to find out who. <laughs> okay. Keep okay. it a mystery. Yeah, a mystery. We like have it. a little bit of news, don't we? You know, some big players ended up getting hurt, and we had one get straight up cut. <laughs> yeah, good old Melvin Gordon. Uh, get that <laughs> yeah. one out of the way. See you yeah. later, Melvin. <laughs> That's insane, He's dude. probably done. I mean, I can't believe, like, I get he's he's had fumbling issues really bad. That's why it happened. But it's like from them to go from, to, from Javante and Melvin Gordon as the clear backup, to now Latavius Murray is there and there's no Melvin Gordon <laughs> in yeah. one season. That's how bad they've been this yeah. year. <laughs> Broncos are a dumpster fire that no one's willing to put out. Nope. What's next? Uh, I mean, we, we got Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts. Probably the biggest one as yeah. far as impact goes. I mean, yeah, as far as an impact, Dynasty, he should be fine. But, you know, for redraft, again, another guy, you probably took top three round. Yeah. You know, so he's already been a dud for the majority of the year. And now you're dealing with this. It's just yeah, one of the biggest Yeah, tight end up until now. Bust. Nightmare of a year for him. Uh, the other guy, this is a guy who hits close to home for us. Wandale Robinson, torn ACL out for the year for mm. the Giants. And finally had his breakout game, right. too. Yeah, he was starting to starting to actually look pretty pretty good there. And he was getting a lot of targets because that offense has no one else to throw to. Nine for 100, and then the season is over just like that. Yep. Yep. That's how fast it can change. I mean, yep. uh, Joe Mixon, probable concussion. Yeah. Um, Tony went out with an injury. Gerald Everett went out with an injury. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot, there's of, a lot of little ones. I mean, there's a the couple big ones, but two major, hopefully besides the Kyle Pitts and the Wandell, maybe the only season-ending ones. The heartbreakers. So, yeah, the heartbreakers. Yeah, this is just one of those weeks in fantasy. Across the board, offense was not very high-powered. You only really had to select few players really have big weeks. I mean, nobody so. – correct me if I'm wrong. Nobody went for more than uh, – more than 30 36 36 was the high of the week so that's right baby that tells you something if if that's the high i mean normally we're getting at least one 40 point performance from somebody i'd say since there's no other news there that's a great transition to my first player the my star of the week studs and does over here every league that i'm playing in i have this guy i don't know why it just fell to me in the in the redraft league because 10th round running back yeah, and then in Dynasty, I got him in a, a really as a throw-in, a guy I wasn't really even searching for, but Tony freaking Pollard. Yeah. I love having him on my team these last three weeks that they've been playing. I mean, he's he's getting the long touchdowns, the 30-yard, just he's fastest guy in the field. Nobody can touch him. Nobody can sniff him kind of fast. Yeah. I mean, blowing people away. He makes he really does make Zeke look like he's 36. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I mean, that's ridiculous. what we've all been waiting for. 
I think at this point that we want to see him take over, it's not going to happen until Zeke is off of his contract. So maybe, maybe next year we see Tony Pollard get a full workload when he's 26 years old. We'll but see. He'll be a free agent. So he'll, this he'll, is a guy he'll get to pick. who you definitely right. want to target in Dynasty. You may want to sell him depending on your other players you have because you can get a lot for him, I think. If he continues uh, this throughout the rest of the year and they start phasing out, Touchdown, Kittle. Touchdown, George Kittle. Touchdown, George Kittle, baby. That's the best Shout player in the league. Shout out going. Shout out going, baby. Going's okay. team's in shambles. That is, what was that, a 60-yarder? All right, well, let's get back Wait, to it. Wait, who was that by? Was that Garoppolo? That was, Garop- was that Garoppolo? Yeah, that's got to be Garoppolo. 32-yard George Kittle touchdown. No way. Man, I love, we should do more of these during games. Right. <laughs> that's so much fun. So that secured the win for Drew as well. Yep, secured my dynasty won. win. Oh, my Lord. That's insane. That's what I needed. Thank you, George Kittle, for showing up this week. I'm now one point away from beating Rohan. All right. I started Jimmy G. He's got so, 25. He needs one so, more. Oh, my God. One more point. I'm, I'm going to be in shambles here for this. my first stud. But he might not play the rest forget of Forget you, Najee Harris. I was about to give you some love, but now it's George Kittle. Because oh, he, 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 he kicked him off live he episode. Took, he took Najee off the list immediately. Damn. I love you, Najee. <laughs> you came back, finally had a good game for the first time this year. but No loyalty. No, Not enough consistency, but, yeah, <laughs> give me George Kittle now. Man, I love that. What's he got? Four catches, 84, and two touchdowns. Ten minutes left in the game. He's done now. We said a few. We said right before we started recording, no way he scores another point because right. they're winning 30 to 10. Right. And now here we go. Man, that's that's incredible. What a play. It's unlucky for some people, but very lucky for some. Yeah, they can that have beat. it. George Kittle has too many games with two points for this not to feel just so worth it. Right. Oh, this man. is why we drafted him top five round, did we not? That's right. I have 150 now, so that means I am – oh. I'd be like 12 points away from passing you in Dynasty. Uh-oh. 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 It's all right. That ain't going to happen. Right. Oh, it's James right. Conner, though. I yeah. still have James Conner. No, he can't do that. No. Maybe. Oh, six not. little dump-offs and a touchdown? No. Dude. No. <laughs> that would be awesome. Well, right. back to reality. Jake, yes. who was your first one? <laughs> reality. First yeah, back, to, back to the real world. Uh, T. Higgins. Yep. I think we were waiting to, to kind of see him go off without – to see if he was an alpha dog without Jamar Chase because everybody's – you know, he's only a good receiver because Jamar Chase is there. Been a dog. He's a dog. I mean, he's been a dog. He's 6'4", 220. He was mossing multiple Steelers defender. 13 targets, 9 receptions, 148 yards. Not even a touchdown. You know? It was every time. T. Higgins is a guy who I just – I love him. He's – I don't – that's the thing. I'm very, it's very conflicting for me as a Steelers fan because <laughs> Cincinnati used to be a team I hated – you know, never liked any of their guys. Like, maybe besides, like, Chad Ochocinco. You know, that would have been one of those rare breeds. I always like Giovanni Bernard. Gio. Yeah. yeah. So, it is, it's so hard for me to not like him. But, you know, I've, I've been a big fan of T. Higgins since he was at Clemson. I've been a big fan of Jamar Chase since he was at LSU. Obviously, Joe Shiesty. So, I love those three main guys. Yep. So, I have no problem with that. Oh, yeah. It's hard yeah. living where we do to not have a, uh, a sort of love for the Bengals in a way. Yeah. I mean, growing up, I listened to the Bengals on the radio with my dad every Sunday. Right. Mm. Yeah. So it's, I'm a Patriots fan, but I like the Bengals. And T. Higgins is just that. another great 85. Absolutely. Yep. I'm going to go with next one? Josh Palmer. This okay, man yeah. was on my bench this week. And I also had Mike yeah. Williams in the same league. I had them both benched, so I really don't feel that bad about it. 
But, man, did Josh Palmer ball out with yeah. Keenan Allen still on the field at least. Two touchdowns. Could that be the recipe for success moving forward? Yeah, well, that is that is yeah. a huge part of the team is that you have a couple of guys you could throw the ball to. And it's just yeah. Josh Palmer and Michael Bandy. Right. It's pretty easy to slow down Josh Palmer. Right. Don't, don't even make that statement again. <laughs> I'll Josh never Palmer and Michael Bandy. Bandy. I'll never quit talking about Michael Bandy oh, after yeah. I saw him get, like, six targets against the Falcons. Right. Oh, oh sickening. I don't yeah. even, Palmer looks nice, though. And – I don't know. Like going forward, Mike Williams yet to be seen if he's going to play. You know, if he'll miss a couple weeks again. But right. at may. this point, you kind of Palmer's twenty three. The other guys are twenty eight and thirty. Yes. So d- I don't know if I want to say he's the future there because I don't know if he can be a wide receiver one by himself. I think he could be. Yeah, I think he's you shown think he the ability. Be? That fifty yard touchdown. He makes the big plays. He has like a, I don't want to say Devonte Adams esque kind of career trajectory here, but he might. Not saying he's a talent, but just trajectory. Mm. A little bit of a slow start. Gets peppered with targets every game. I mean, he's young. It's only his second year, so. And he's shown a a nose for the end zone and a nose for having some big, efficient games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's always, like I said, a recipe for having a guy that's going to be more not a stash guy even at this point. A target. Yeah, he's a guy. And, you know, if you have him, you you probably want to play him, but you almost want to consider trading at a height. Because you're mm. going to have somebody that's going to look out there. He's going to see that production. He's going to see the potential, like you just said, you know, and, and go off that. And this would be a great time to sell Josh Palmer. I wonder if we know anybody who has Josh Palmer in a dynasty league. I'd love to have him. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, who do we got next, Jake? I'm going to go to uh, someone we really haven't talked about. I don't think we've I ever think mentioned we, Yeah, him. I don't think we've ever mentioned This is a first. It's a first. A, it's, it's Tyler Bass. A absolute kicker. Two on guys, this uh, two show. guys on the studs. Yeah, I was playing against with in one league, and they single-handedly beat me. Tyler <laughs> Bass, twenty-three points, six of six field goals. I wonder how many leagues he he won. People, right? You can't ask for more from a kicker ever. You would never dream of such things. Right. It, it gave me flashback to the the Greg the Leg year a couple years ago, where this man was literally scoring like twenty every other game. And our Don, or yeah. our Amish settings, our Amish settings he were, averaged seventeen crack. a game. Yeah. He was like the number, like he was a top like fifty overall scorer that year, regardless <laughs> of position. That's so that's so messed up. Yeah, yeah. That's we don't so have to talk up. much yeah. about him. We don't have to talk a lot about my last guy, the last stud we have on this board, uh, Amari Cooper. I hate he's him. been just we we talk about him literally every week, whether he's a dud or a stud, and that's the epitome yep. of Amari Cooper. I think there's going to be a really easy trick to know when to play him and when to not. His home yep. and away splits are mm. kind of ridiculous beyond compare. That. And when you look at a game, I mean, this was obviously a neutral site game because, of course, he still balled out. Right. The exciting thing is now you're going to have Deshaun Watson back. So yeah. what does that more, do? Yeah, one more week, and we should just call him Voldemort. If any, I heard another <laughs> podcast call him Voldemort, and I like that. That's amazing. I like it, too. The man who should not be named. Yeah. Yep. But, yeah, when Voldemort comes back, I'm absolutely going to love Amari <laughs> Cooper. But – it's just going to be so inconsistent. But that's really every wide receiver in the league at this right. point. Amari Cooper, Justin Jefferson. But he's done the exact opposite of what we said he would do. We yeah. thought, all right, he's hit his peak, 25 points. And what has he done? Hit that peak four other times? Like, he's he's absolutely proved us wrong 100%. Um, yeah, for sure. So. I, I honestly, I hate him. I hate him so much. Both of the <laughs> dimes I've played against him. And in Amish, he put up career highs against me. So... I can't stand him. 31 points, and earlier this year, 25 points, both games against me. So I can't stand him. Well, who's the next guy? He's eight years in his, into the league, and he's 28 years old. I think the next <laughs> people we're going to talk about are going to be the biggest duds of the week. And since you're already on a down yeah. note here, who do you want to talk I'm about first, I'm already hating Jake? on people already, so let's go Foreman. 
Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman for a guy who is supposed to take over the backfield. 19 points last week, and he looked phenomenal. 130 yeah, rushing both yards. Games, both games against the Falcons, he was the best player in the league. 2.4 fantasy points. 24 rushing yards. Zero receptions. Pretty pathetic. I mean, not a great stat line, but it's also still the Panthers. It is, but like that's what makes me think even more that he's going to be the only guy there to even get any of the touches. Because why yeah. wouldn't he? The issue I had was you look at those other weeks he went off. He was getting you know credit. The one yeah. week was fifteen touches. He only had thirty nine percent of the snaps, and that that game was close the whole game. So it's not like you could say, oh, they needed to throw the ball a ton because they were down. No, they just were not running it. They didn't have a game plan for that. They were getting. Like there was no offense whatsoever in that game for real, but yeah, just a Baker Mayfield game. This is the issue with the yeah. Panthers. We've been talking about it all year. Baker Mayfield plays. Don't play or worry about yeah. playing anybody on the on the on the Panthers. I right. mean, except Terrence Marshall, apparently. Right. Ten points. He got he got some work there at the end. He's definitely on the trade block in Dynasty. I can't confirm. Okay. Yep. Okay. Somebody might take a flyer. Yeah, absolutely. All right, J- Sandy. Who's your first dud? This guy single. Well, both of these guys on my list contributed to me losing in our <laughs> dynasty first guy's nick chubb and it goes back to this game was moved to detroit i kind of feared a little bit with that because if it was in buffalo with all the snow they run the ball a lot more nick chubb maybe still doesn't have a great game but he maybe doesn't put up the dud like he did this week kareem hunt still useless yeah, yeah. golly so I it mean, was tough. Chubb not even not even horrible. Still nine point seven, but not what you expect. Less I guess. than less than one and a half yards per carry. Yeah, that was the problem. That's what was abysmal. Still Nineteen rushing yards. Running back twenty five on the week. That's how bad the week was. Yeah. Yep. Which that tied is lowest. I mean, he's hit that you know under ten only twice this year. Yeah. Super consistent. So, you know, I'm not gonna look at this and panic. It just he was a dud this week and it contributed to me losing. A very bizarre fantasy game when uh, Jacoby Brissett doubles Josh Allen. Mm. Mm. I think that says all it needs to say. Did uh, Danny Dimes double your uh, first dud? He might have uh, quadrupled him. Yeah. Whatever, uh, whatever it is times five, you know? Yeah. Because Saquon Barkley, what are we doing? 15 for 22. No one's talking about it. Everyone's acting like, oh, it's not uh, a big deal. He's playing the Lions. Yeah. Ramondre Stevenson, God love him, 161 yards on the Lions. Right. Daniel Jones put up 24, so literally five times more points than Saquon Barkley this week. He did get the rushing touchdown, seven carries for 50 yards for Daniel Jones, but for Saquon, good Lord. Does the ending stretch for Saquon scare you a little bit? You look at the no. last games on the roster. Talent. You go to Dallas, you play Washington, Philly, at Washington again. Then you go to Minnesota, Indianapolis, Philly. You're telling me you feel confident that in at least half of those games, he is back up to be in top five RB? 20 opportunities a game for the one of the most explosive players we've ever seen. Is all I need to say. All I need to think, because the last—I mean, the last couple of weeks, 16 and 17, Minnesota, Indianapolis. He's going to be the running back one both those weeks. Yeah, wins I mean, talent wins out, but I mean, I think he does see. I don't know, I say like regression, but maybe not 20 every game. Maybe he like gets that 20 15. opportunities, five he targets, does. 15 he does. attempts every game at the minimum. 35 attempts a couple of weeks ago, right after the bye week, fresh legs, second half of the year. I'm very confident in Saquon, but this game. Okay is a very disappointing matchup because no. Detroit's been awful. Yeah, you expected him to come out and have, you know, 20, 25. Yep. Yeah. Well, we did not quite expect it from your next guy, Jake, but what did we expect? Oh, yeah. Tony, I mean, I was expecting at least 15 to 20. Yeah. I mean, I he was expecting him to do you? something. Yeah, like, and he did go out injured after that, you know, first, a uh, little bit before the first half. So can't harp on that too much. Only saw 22% of the snaps, but he only had one target and he wasn't involved at all. 
Hmm. And now he's injured. I mean, won't return hamstring issue. We know how we feel about flags. hamstrings on the show. So yeah, his hammy keeps popping up. I thought the hammy was fake, right. and now it turns out it really right. wasn't fake. Nope. Maybe not. So what what really is going on there? It's kind of a a huge question mark. Yeah. This is the last like moment to trade him, is while this game is still going on. I know. And now that you know, that just I mean, and of course Kelsey goes off for like thirty three points. So, but like besides him, I, who's that one guy? That white dude, Justin Watson. Oh. Justin Watson. Like he might yeah. be a pickup. I mean, three for 67. I mean, He's if Juju continues player. to be out, That's which he I'm shouldn't saying. be out for much longer. But, you know, if, if the hammy from if Juju Tony, Tony miss lingers, another game, I would pick up Miko Hardman's on IR fights. right now. Yeah. So, you know, MBS, Justin, like, yeah, MBS I mean, MBS is the, is the worst of those, you know, group that we just mentioned. Yeah. I would pick up Jarek McKinnon over all those guys, though. That's oh, gross. yeah. And now, I, you know, I, like I, wanna do, I do want to throw a sh- one quick shout out to Pacheco too. From what he's for done. Yeah, but he's he not getting hard. receiving work, but he's starting to take over. That I like what field. I saw. Every hold that he was hitting that night, it was yeah. just he was bursting through. He's there, taking so over the backfield, like and Clyde yes. Edwards out for a while now. The last two weeks, thirty-one opportunities over one hundred ninety yards. Yeah, that's good. that says what it needs to say. I like that. Nick, you were right. He said he's going to start taking over the backfield halfway through. And I picked him up last week in Amish, even though I can't. I don't really need him because I'm so bad in that league, but. <laughs> Hey, it's still nice to be competitive. That's all you need right there. Who's next? Oh, we got Sandy one. Is it just me? One? Is it, I've, I haven't gone over my other oh, one. Yeah, go with your, go I'm going to go ahead and stick to the same game and another guy that just hurt, hurt, hurt me. That's what she said. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> <Ooh>. Josh <laughs> Allen. Joshua Allen. A season low in yards? What? Yeah. Yeah, everything about that game was dome. weird. Yeah, I didn't admit it. It didn't make a lot of sense. What I thought that I would lose with Nick Chubb moving to the dome, I thought for sure <laughs> that I would gain that back with Josh Allen. Three out of and his last did. four games under twenty fantasy points. What's the temperature on Josh Allen? How do you feel confidence? I still feel good. You know, I still feel like yeah, he's still Josh Allen. Numbers. Yeah, the rushing numbers he makes up for, but the passing that does concern me. You know, even though he they cleared him, didn't say the elbow was bothering him. It looked like it was because there was a lot of throws that he normally makes that he did not seem like he was putting them on the money. They were overthrown. They were just inaccurate, right. which we've known Josh Allen's maybe not the most accurate pass, you know, passer in the league, but he is a very strong arm. And if you mix the, you know, not greatest accuracy in the world with a weakened arm, that does concern a little bit. I and mean, it, look at, at since the bye, you know, six interceptions versus five throwing touchdowns. And then right after that was, was the elbow injury. So, it's not panic mode, obviously, because look at the rushing work. Besides this last game, he's still rushing he's just, for 60 yards, The thing with yards. Josh Allen is he's a backyard football player. He's going to make the yeah. hardest plays in the game. He refuses to slide down. He yeah. refuses to save his body. That's what, that's what scares me. He's definitely playing dinged up. Not a good situation. He's dinged up, and he refuses to care about or care for his body and, and, yeah. and give treatment to it. So, so. I, I don't feel bad, but I do feel nervous. I feel like once he gets that feeling a little bit better. At Detroit, you know, if he doesn't come out and do it then, then I think we're panicked. If yeah. he doesn't come out with 30 against Detroit. like I mean, then you finish off the ending half. Like They do play New England twice, and that kind of yeah. scares me. And then they also play the Jets, who you know the first matchup, he looked okay, but that was the game he got hurt in. So mm-hmm. and rest of the season, who do you think is going to finish number one, him or Mahomes? Yeah. Mahomes uh, is currently who? number one. Yeah, I think Mahomes. Mahomes well, I mean, even maybe Justin Fields might could finish above him. What scares me right. is the whole thing about Mahomes as we just went over with the receiving. You know, obviously we know Travis Kelsey's there, but who's going to step up to keep him afloat? We know with Josh Allen, he has a, a healthy receiving core, and he's got the rushing upside. So 
Travis Kelsey. I guess Patty just doesn't need him. His schedule is pretty brutal coming up, though. The schedule is going to be tough, but when you have Travis Kelsey and you have an assortment of weapons in an offense, now when when you're scouting them, you're not like, okay, we got to stop this guy. Anybody on the team now, I mean, Fortson might, Jordy Fortson, (laughs) if you don't have a tight end, you might, hell, look at him. He had two for 50 or whatever. Oh, my gosh. You'd take that over what Taysom Hill does. And I'm, I'm starting Taysom Hill in an ESPN league just for fun. Mm. But like, I'd maybe start Jordy Fortson the rest of the year, just be, if they have nobody else to throw to. They're true. starting to remind me of of like Bill Belichick, the Patriots' his whole career, the Patriots system, where you go find a guy at dollar store who's working the cash register, and they and just ask out. if he's ever caught a ball before, and yeah. then he just comes out and in balls. So. And Mahomes just makes left-handed yeah. throws and makes plays and wins every game that he needs to. Yep. Except for one. He's yeah. been the one consistent. He lost but. the one against Buffalo, and I think that one is has pissed him off thoroughly. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. We were talking about last night. Sal and I were sitting on the couch watching the end of that Chargers-Chiefs game. Yep. And the second we saw the touchdown scored by the Chargers, we like, looked oh, at each lost. other, and they, <laughs> they panned the camera too, over to Patty on the bench. He's smiling. And I just looked at her and said, all right, well, now I already know Josh, he's going to come out here and he's going to win. It's over. Straight up. I didn't even guess it. Like, we just stared at Like, none of us got hyped because we knew. It was like, it was a formality yep. that it, Patty Mahomes is, does not lose in November, December, nor does he lose to a division rival on the road. That's right. And we'll talk about that division rival right here, Mike Williams. Mm. Mike Williams last night, I mean, one catch, got injured again. He came back too early. I think they had a timeline in mind with him and Keenan Allen. They wanted him back. They flexed this game to Sunday Night Football, prime time, get the full team back to strength, and then Josh Palmer goes and balls out. Yeah, yeah. Mike Williams back to the injury report. I think he's probably going to go on IR this time. To yeah, be honest, I mean it's a reaggravation of an ankle sprain. It's another soft yes. tissue injury. Once that reaggravates, that ankle sprains are so susceptible. Once you sprain it, just to to reaggravate it. So I don't know about IR. They're saying it's not a significant injury, but I definitely see him missing another couple of weeks. It's one but of if those, they want to be safe, might as well IR. Just like just like with Kyle Pitts. I mean, he had the knee injury, and they were like, "Oh, it didn't tear his ACL." Thank God. Right. And then all of a sudden, boom, he's on IR. Yeah, it's kind of uh, a shock. Dobbins. Yeah, Remember, JK he, Dobbins, oh, he's absolutely. finally healthy. Bring him back one week immediately oh, done. Colt McCoy threw the cleanest interception I've ever seen in my life. He <laughs> caught that and that immediately game. took a knee. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you down over. by one with yeah, I'm down by one. It's over. Dude, another another 1.0. Another 1.0. I don't know how to feel about that. I think it's, you it's could pull it. I had the most they fortunate just had to throw ending it this game. Oh, two minutes. Yeah, it's two minutes. It's over. Damn They're it. running the ball. Wow. Look at this, though. Look at how clean Colt. I hope the viewers are watching That was a backup to McCoy. What was that? McSorley? Yeah. Oh, Trace McSorley. I like McSorley. Penn State. I don't. Remember when he beat him? Yeah, remember he yeah. uh, got sacked by the real Josh yeah. Allen? Yeah, the real That's Josh right. Allen. Multiple second. times, actually. I like that. Well, we have one more segment, and this was a uh, this was a Sandy segment. What did yeah. you have in mind, big fella? So I was kind of thinking about there's a couple of big names that have really emerged, and I was thinking about just some guys that are on the rise. You know, guys that you're going to want to invest in, especially if this is definitely towards a dynasty standpoint. You know, redraft, you may pick up a couple of these guys, but really you're not probably going to look too heavy in all three this moment. But the guys that keep an eye out for. Nick, what's your first guy? I'm going to go ahead and talk about Donovan Peoples-Jones. I think Donovan Peoples-Jones right now for the Cleveland Browns looks like a uh, one of the safest plays in the flex all season. I mean, ever since week four, he's been very consistent. 
It's just one of those boring players that it's not boring in a bad way. It's just boring in a way that they're going to always get you consistent numbers. They may never pop off the sheet. He's 23. He's yeah. still so young. I mean, all three of our guys are wide receivers that are under 23 years old. So I think that's why Cindy's talking about a little bit more of, of dynasty. But I mean, right mm-hmm. now, Peoples Jones looks like he's even in a redraft. You're probably starting him in your flex if you need to. And he's doing it on a limited amount of targets. Yeah. He hasn't cracked nine targets this whole time, or he's hit nine targets twice. But he's very efficient with everything that gets thrown his way. And then weeks 15 on, his schedule is very nice. Yeah, so and I do want to see what happens when the Predator comes back and and starts throwing him the ball a little, a little bit more. better. Yeah, the hit not 80s <laughs> film with uh, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. I do think Predator, that Voldemort will bring his upside up quite a bit. I think yeah, that's that what could I'm add a couple of touchdowns. That's what late I'm saying. Like, I was actually trying. I didn't really go hard after acquiring him, but like I think it would be smart to start trying to acquire shares of him and Joku. I mean, Amari and Cooper. Joku. If mm-hmm. if you're wanting to make a late, you know, late push, maybe just for this year only. If you want to try to get I mean, Amari, how Cooper, many road games did they have? Late? If your trade deadline's not <laughs> up, that is. Keep in mind. I know our leagues yeah. are all. Uh, I think at least most of them are this week. I think we so. need to change right. that personally. But they're ending right now. Yeah, they. I want that to change personally, but yeah, you should be able to trade all the way until yeah, the first week of the playoffs, and then well, should cut off then. Yeah. Right up to the playoffs. I, I disagree, but we could talk about that another time. Okay. But, yeah, Mark Cooper only has one road game at the end of the year. It's championship week against Washington. Mm. So, yeah, he's right. a target in my eyes now. Now, here's a big target, a guy that might end up being the red zone guy for Green Bay. And that's your guy, Jake. He's already already starting to transition to that. Talking about big, 6'5". I mean, this dude's huge. Christian Watson, it's not sustainable, as we've been saying. But maybe it is. But like what you know, you think it's not sustainable. Obviously, two touchdowns a game, three isn't going to happen. But what if one touchdown every other game is now the new norm for him? Because he's got you know one of the best quarterbacks of all time, and he's the top target on the yeah. team right, right now. He is, and you know they have as bad as Rodgers and them has been. He signed a two-year contract before this year. Most likely, he's going to play that out. So at least maybe you get another year with him throwing him the ball in the red zone every other play. Yep. I mean, he's a six-five wide receiver. Yeah, is we saw you just throw it in the corner of an end zone, let him jump ball, and he's going to come down with it probably nine times out of ten. You look at the next two weeks against at Philly, and then you go to Chicago, which who cares? You know that's Chicago. Late by <laughs> that'll be fine. But then you look at those last four games. Yeah, you know the Rams good. are in, are in shambles. Mm. The Dolphins, you Defense know, is offensively horrible. is great, but defensively Ooh. struggles. Minnesota, that could be a major game at that right. point in the yep. season, and then again Detroit. So. Yep. Interesting finish to the year. Do you see Christian Watson emerging, you know, to that level yet? I I think depending on what we see from Jamison Williams, he has the opportunity to be the second best rookie at the end of the season, receiver wise. Right. Chris Olave is already number one. Lock it up, top eleven already. As a twenty-two year old rookie, it's kind of insane. But Christian Watson. You know, just from week 10 on, still has the potential to pass somebody like a Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I mean, he really could. If he keeps putting up stuff like this, and obviously, I mean, look at the snap shares. They went up to 80%, up from 20. And where he was plagued by drops earlier, I think he's always going to be that guy to get some drops. Okay, he's never going to be the guy that catches every single thing, like a Stephon Diggs. Or, yeah, he's not know. as polished, but he's it's, He's going to drop so some, young. but he looks, his physical traits are undeniable. He's so 6'5 fast. that ran a, what, a 4'2 or something? That just doesn't yes. happen. It mm-hmm. never happens. So He's a 99 percentile athlete. Right, right. And they needed that. They needed to replace Devontae Adams somehow. I'm not saying he's a the replacement, right. but he looks like the guy to be doing that. Yep. I agree. 
Now, here's a guy we have no idea what he's actually going to be in the league yeah, yet. But here's so the guy fun. why I wanted to make this segment because Mr. Jameson Williams was activated off the PU, the pup list. Mm. Thank God. And he'll officially be practicing. We shouldn't see him suit up just yet. What list did he come off of, Sam? Or Sandy? Pup. The pup. pup. The pup list? The, the pup. pup list. He is just a little pup, ain't he? Yep. He's a young guy, young he's rookie. Pup, but we just got that we dog see him, him be a dog, though. Where's he at? I can't even find him. Okay, there he is. He so, was, he was I love him in a dynasty format. I actually just traded for him in a dynasty format, and mm. I love it. It was a lot to give up, but I feel great about his future. I agree. And, I want to see it. You obviously, know, as someone who's drafted him in dynasty, like obviously I've been waiting for this for, for months. I thought We all thought he was going to only miss maybe a couple months. And then it's been this whole oh, thing. It's been a couple but, months. Yeah, it's been more than a couple <laughs> months. It's been a few months. But I think we all we want him to be healthy. It, when yep. you draft that guy at that high of a premium, you don't want to rush him back. We and they traded quite a bit to go get him. They, right. they thought that they were going to get one of these top receivers, and they were surprised that Williams fell to him. Yeah. And if he doesn't get injured, I think he's the first yes. wide receiver taken easily. Well, look at look at our rookie draft. Drake London, I would have I would have taken, you know, in hindsight, I would have probably taken Drake London and Jamison Williams' spot. It would go Brees Hall, Chris Olave, or, or Ken Walker, Chris right. Olave, and then, in Gary my Wilson. personal opinion, dude, I don't know. I mean, Zach Wilson scares the life right. out of me, yeah, and, the, and the Jets are committed, or maybe not, I guess, committed to losing some way, shape, or form a quarterback. Right. James Williams has the most upside. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and Goff, as we've seen, has not been horrible this year. They have a decent offense. Yes. I think it's going to be awesome. We've been waiting for this to see him and Amon Ra. Exactly. And Swift and Jamal Williams. And like, that sounds amazing. The fact they're going to need a guy to step up and take the targets. I yeah. mean, you got rid of Hawkinson, yep. so it op- the door's wide open. Yeah. If, if we love Amon Ra, we have to love James yeah. Williams. And I love the Lions. I, I, I smell. I think we're all of. They the are one on quarterback house. away from having that Bengals impact, where you're gonna have two stud wide receivers. They really, you know, they okay. still have a three because they don't have a Joe Burrow, but and I don't know if they can get one in in this year's draft. Maybe. Let's say we got we got 20 seconds left. Who's okay. your if you if they have a quarterback, who do you want them to pick this year in the draft? Will Levis, CJ Stroud, Bryce Stroud. Young. I'm going Young. Stroud. Young, okay. Stroud, Stroud? Young, Stroud, Stroud. I would okay. say if you, if, you are out, if you are Detroit, <laughs> I think you go for Bryce Young strictly because you want to pair him up with Jamison Williams. That's true. But oh, yeah. I, I like Stroud like a little bit more. He, you know, Besides Levis, he has the most physical tools for the next level, but both of them are better quarterbacks. Something about these Bama quarterbacks, man. I like mm, them quite a bit. They're winners. Yep. yep. But we will see you guys again soon. Maybe an episode with Sal. Thanks for listening today. Check us out on our socials at The Ball Bros Podcast. Let's ride.